Do you ask yourself the question, what if nobody listens to me? If so, then this episode is going to be exactly for you. Hey y'all, I'm Lalita Gabriela Ballesteros and this is Vocal Liberation, the world's best empowerment podcast. I have deep conversations with experts, celebrities, thought leaders, artists, and athletes so that we can step into our power, fearlessly be ourselves, and bravely do the work that we are really here to do in the world. Come on, y'all, let's dive in. journaling earlier today and had this idea around this new series I wanted to do and all of a sudden I started to feel really heavy about it and what I know to be true is that when I feel something like that come up it's important to listen to it it's a conversation it's an indication of something so I slowed down and was like hey what's that really about and this voice popped up and it said but what if nobody listens this is actually really common and it's interesting because who's saying that is that me asking myself what if nobody listens is this some former version of myself we don't even need to go into the psychological analysis of it just a recognition that that's not my voice that's not my true voice that's part of me speaking up from a past experience of having not having been listened to. When we ask ourselves, okay, then if that was my past experience, how today can I ensure that other people listen to me? Here are some of the ways that I find that are really effective. First things first is knowing your audience and knowing yourself. So often when people feel like they've landed upon a truth or they have certain expertise, especially if you're in the creative spaces, <clears throat> especially, especially if you consider yourself a healer of some sort, or wanting to help transform the lives of others, what ends up happening? Well, you end up going to the people that are either the ones that created the harm to begin with or folks exactly like them, and you're trying to get them on the party of, well, I want you to listen to me, I want you to hear me. And what that really means is I want you to agree with me and I want you to show up in a way that validates what it is that I'm saying. Now, I'm not saying you're wrong or right to want that. I've wanted that. What I know to be true is check your audience. That's not the right audience. If I'm selling, for example, the belief around inclusion and love and warmth, and I roll up and go to some hate group and I'm saying, hey guys, we need to accept everybody, me included, wrong audience. They're not open to that. Doesn't mean that at a certain point they won't be, but is that the best use of your efforts? I can hear some of y'all saying, no, but those are the people that need it the most. I hear that. I hear that. From personal and professional experience, I have found that to not be the greatest and highest use of my time to go to those spaces. It ends up being incredibly draining and you're yelling into a black hole. So the question is, do you wanna reach the people who want what you're here to say? who are open and ready for it? Or are you trying to convince someone whose values are completely different than your own? Let them be. Doesn't justify what they're doing or who they're being. You've got work to do. Let's focus on the right audience. Then that question becomes, one, who are the people that want it, not just need it? This is not about people who need it. Some of the people who need things the most in the world are those who refute it the most. Drug addicts frequently and often refuse therapy, refuse rehab, 
until they have their own bottoming out and until they have their own come to Jesus moment, whatever that looks like for them. Just because you need it doesn't mean you're going to accept it or even seek it out. So this is not about needing. It's about who wants what you're here to offer. And that voice might pop up again like, oh my God, what if no one listens? That voice is not a reflection. I'm going to be real clear about this. That voice is not a reflection of what is going to happen when you speak in front of the right audience. That voice is a product of speaking in front of the wrong audience. And often, let's be really honest, trying to persuade them way past their expiration date. Are you out in these streets trying to convince Boo Boo the Clown to do something that Boo Boo the Clown does not want to do? Because you think it's morally just, because you think they should think like this. Over time, those individuals may change, but if you are overextending yourself, trying to convince Boo Boo the Clown of what you think he needs to do, or she or they need to do, that's where that voice comes from. Because you had the experience of speaking, of taking one of your most valuable assets and trying to convince people with a different value system of what you think, of what you believe would really help them. Especially if you're someone that you find yourself to be nurturing, right? And you really want to help others and make them feel better. Let's focus on the right audience. When you are with the right audience and you are in front of people that are here to actually listen to your message, people who want it, they don't just need it, they want it. When you're in front of these folks, how are you showing up? Are you showing up quote unquote authentically? Meaning you think you should just say whatever it is that you want, they need to accept you as you are, come as you are. That's also a trauma-based stance, my friends. And I get it because I've been there. What most people are calling authentic is really emoting all over the internet. It's eking like an octopus all over the internet. There's a place and there's a time for that but it's often not self-caring to you to share such personal things in a way that you are demanding and commanding, demanding more than commanding that other people accept you on those terms without considering the person that's sitting in front of you what it is that they need. Before you can get someone to really listen and command the attention from the right audience, you need to take care of your own shit. You need to take care of yourself, make sure that your emotional needs are met, your physical needs, your spiritual needs, because when you come correctly from such a place, now you're in a place to really serve. Now you're in a place to listen to the right audience from a place of feeling grounded, safe, steady in your body. And you can go above and beyond and deliver transformation and possibility beyond anything that they maybe thought was possible. So many people in this space, God bless them, are trying to sell things from a disembodied place. Either don't have the real world experience and what it is that they're selling, they maybe read something in a book that sounds good or they're really good at selling it, but not necessarily good at creating the service from it. So what do I mean from that? When you have now taken care of yourself, you know what it is that you're here to teach and embody, to transform the lives of those sitting in front of you because you're in the right audience, they want it. Now you're able to relax. And those voices, why they might show up of who's gonna listen to me? You're going to see people that are eager to learn, which will help calm some of those demonic voices from the past. And then you can wholeheartedly focus on the person sitting in front of you because you're doing your work, because you're taking care of yourself, because you have a full quote unquote cup. So having other people listen to you as we review this is about, are you in front of the right audience? 
Are you in front of the people who want it? They don't necessarily, they might need it, but do they want it? Or are you trying to convince people that don't necessarily want, that don't share the same value system of what you think would be most beneficial? Two, have you done your own work? Are you taking care of yourself? Or are you showing up in a way that mandates that other people take you as you are, regardless of how it is that you show up? That's a distraction to people. When you show up and say, listen, I'm gonna show up however it is that I want, I don't care how you take it. In my opinion, that's not really of service. And three, when you have that and you sit in front of someone, you can then wholeheartedly focus on the person, people in front of you and say, how can I help you? Because from that place, you're solid. From that place, you're sturdy. From that place, you have guardrails, boundaries, you're boundaried. I hope that you're seeing the difference in this. It's not about making someone listen to you. Listen to you. It's about being in front of the people who are ready, willing, and open to hearing your expertise, who you are, what you have to say. And then setting your ego aside to delivering so powerfully that they have a transformational experience. That is service. But I'm curious what you think. Tell me in the comments below. That's a wrap, guys. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Vocal Liberation. You could be anywhere and you're here with us today. Thank you for that. Your support means the world to me and I don't take it for granted. Click the follow button and leave a review to help us spread the love with vocal liberation. If you're looking for support to free your voice and do the work that you are really here to do in the world, apply for a complimentary call with me using the link below.